Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What? is AFL going to do with that money here in Queensland? Who better to ask than the boss, the CEO of AFL Queensland, Trisha Squires. Trisha, a billion-dollar war chest you've got and come armed with. What are you going to do with it? Good morning. Oh, hello. Yes, we're very excited. So the AFL obviously announced in 2022 that 10% of our football revenue would be directed into grassroots footy. So by 2033, we forecast that that will be $1 billion into community footy. That's amazing. Can you paint the picture for us now here in Queensland, where where AFL sits in the landscape as far as participation uh, and the money that's being spent on on the sport here uh, in the Sunshine State? Yeah, no worries. So basically, last year we hit... 68,000 registered participants and registered participants is people that opt in to our program competition. So we also have a lot of other participants who are in school competitions, etc. So our aim by 2033 is to have 165 registered participants here in Queensland, which will see us to be the third highest AFL state across the country. Just that that's huge for, for, for rugby league heartland Trish and you know that all too well. Can, can I just so so kids playing at school, that that, that isn't counted in the one hundred and sixty eight thousand as in school competitions. No. So basically what we count as a registered participant is our Auskick program up to senior footy where you're registered to play AFL. But if you're playing Say in a QG Triple SA competition, yeah. you're not counted as a registered participant unless you may also play club footy. Right, sixty-eight thousand. Any any ballpark or any figures of, of how many kids are in schools? And this is what I want to drill down on because I think schools are, are a big part of this of of sport in this state, and AFL do it so well. Do, do you know numbers who, that might be playing in schools? We, we'd be estimating, but obviously, our like our Q Schools Cup, we have over 700 teams in that. So there's a number oh. of participants that would be in our school competition, but yeah. they're not registered yeah. participants. 700 teams on top of 68,000. All right, schools, I, I think, is the, the battleground. It's almost like the beachhead when it comes to... And, and Trish, I, I'm, I'm calling this an invasion. I'm calling this a, a, a declaration of war because... It seems that AFL have the upper hand here. And, and this is not new, Queensland being a, a, a real battleground for, 
for the hearts and minds of kids and, and parents about which sport um, they choose in their family. Yeah, and look, over the last three years, we've obviously seen an extreme um, increase in participation in Queensland off the back of the AFL content here in Queensland in 2020. So we just want to continue to make sure our game is safe, hmm. it's inclusive, it's for everyone, and everyone has a place um, in our game, whether you're participating, you're coaching, you're umpiring, you're volunteering. And we know that it's not just going to be traditional ways of playing AFL, you know, having an 18-week season or whether it's an Aussie program. We also know there'll have to be alternate ways to play. Um, so that's what we're working towards, 165,000 by 2033. And we just want to make sure that we continue to evolve as a code mm. and listen to what's happening out there in the community and how people want to participate in sport and connect into our sporting landscape. All right, on listening, what, what are you hearing? We're hearing that people don't necessarily want to commit to that longer term and training two times a week. Like there's more social options for people that they may want to play. Mm -hmm. So we think that's really important. What we also hear from parents is they do prefer those programs that are based at their school. Like we can run those programs, but parents don't necessarily want to take them from place to place. So that's why we really do double down on running Auskick in schools but then what we need to do is transition them into their local community club so they can play junior, youth and senior footy. Uh, Trish Squires, my guest this morning, the CEO of AFL Queensland. Trish, right there, as I said, I think it's the the, the beachhead. It's the, the front line in this war of the codes. Jeez, I'm building it up, aren't I? But but it's, it's serious stuff. I mean, that transition, do you know how many kids... Part of that Auskick program do go on and transition. Is there a, can you quantify it? Have you quantified it? Is there a percentage? Yeah, so we look at different percentages. We now have a program that's called Superkick. So that's like a transition into junior footy. Mm -hmm. So in Southeast Queensland, our aim is to get 30, 35% from our Auskick program into junior footy. But what may happen is that people may not go into junior footy, but they may come back into youth or they may come back an umpire, or they may come back in senior footy or volunteer at their local footy club, or they may attend Brisbane Lions and Gold Coast Suns games. So for us, it's just about opening the door into our football community and how people want to participate, become a fan, consume our game. That's really the starting point is through our Outlets Kick program. Trish, I picture you in your office at AFLQ headquarters. You've got a map up of Queensland, maybe even southeast Queensland drilling down. Where, where are the where are the pins? Where are the what's been circled? What areas are you looking to get into and expand? Because as I've already said this morning, one of the pillars for that growth for that participation is facilities and environment. And, and I had no idea about this that the AFL is committed to creating, building, redeveloping one oval per week around the nation. It's actually closer to two. So where are those ovals being built? What's on your hit list? What's your targets? Yeah, so with facilities, it's not always necessarily building an oval. It may be the capability of one oval. So say if we can put lights on an oval, then we've got more hours of usage. So what we're looking at is to innovate um, because we know we can't just literally build all those ovals. But it's like, where are there already green space that we could use for, say, our Auskick program or junior footy? Or where's there an oval that has no lighting that if we put lights on could give us another 
12 hours of usage a week. Mm. So we're looking through that innovation lens around the facilities um, piece. And look, for us, we want all of Queensland to be participating in our game. So we're, we still really focus on those regions of Cairns and Townsville in particular. But for us here in southeast Queensland, we see there's a real opportunity in southwest Brisbane, so around um, where Brighton Homes Arena is. Mm. We think there's a corridor there where we can continue to grow. Um, Morton Bay is another one. Um, we're really strong in inner Brisbane, um, which we're seeing. We've got actually two of the biggest clubs in Australia um, based in our state, in Cooper and Morningside. So we know that we have wow. some really strong clubs in Queensland. Uh, Trish, how important is it? Because I know there'll be people listening going, well, of course AFL's flying because the Lions have been flying for the last five years. How yes. how, how easy is it? Or how, or maybe how difficult was it five years ago, 10 years ago, when, when the Lions weren't budging the needle? Yeah, so absolutely. The Lions and the Sun's success does help us increase participation. So... When we look back in time when the Lions had the three-peat of the men, mm. um, we saw one of the biggest spikes in participation, which we are experiencing now. So we know that that definitely plays a part in it. We've seen the Lions women's in the last couple of years win two flags, um, and the men's obviously got really close last year. And we're now really confident in the Gold Coast Suns. The women's played finals last year and also with one of the best coaches in AFL history, Damien Hardwick, now coaching the men, we're really confident that we'll start to see even more of an increase. Again, it may not always be playing our game, but it's just falling in love with our game, being passionate about AFL, coaching, umpiring, volunteering, whatever that may be. Trish, appreciate your time. Um, the Kick program, and I've said it uh, time and time again, I said it earlier this morning, that almost every household has a bag, a water bottle and a sharing from their kids going through Auskick. You get into the schools, you get into where they're, well, in, in that, that formative age, that seven, eight, nine, and that grabs hold of their attention and it has to grab hold of their parents' attention too because it's uh, heart and mind stuff and it's, uh, it's where, in my opinion, AFL is leading the way. Appreciate you stepping us through some of those numbers and the, and the strategy behind it. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Trisha Squires, the AFLQ, AFL Queensland CEO. Uh, anything that resonates with you there from what she mentioned? I just was doing the quick maths. So what, 68,000 registered participants now. That doesn't include those playing at school. 700 teams in the Queensland Schools Cup. So 722 players. Uh, that's another 15,500 on top of that. I'm getting some numbers through from the QRL to get their participation rates just to see where things are standing so we can compare apples and apples. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. You've just heard the areas they're going to be investing in. They have got a full war chest to do it. What's been your experience, especially with kids and, and grandkids at school? What have they been exposed to? Which sports have come to their schools to do the clinics, to do the after-school stuff? Because that's, to me... The front line, the coalface. That's where this war will be won and lost. Get to your thoughts, your texts straight after this. SENQ, your new home of sport here in Queensland. We are doing it today. All thanks to Macca's proud sponsors of the Little Legends, supporting grassroots sports here in Queensland. 19 minutes past 10.